Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. Let's do it live on a Thursday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily. Merely Bo, the great Z, Gibby. How we living, boys? Oh, Is Gibby here at least? baby. Oh, <laughs> Who's baby. here? Who's here? Who's at the Me undisclosed location? Were, I'm still in the infirmary. The luminary is stopping by. stopping by. One of the great friends of the program. How big of an L? The great Anarella. Oh, okay. Very good. And, very, and very we needed we, he needed help. He needed help getting, getting back. Getting back. Yeah. So, all right, right out of the gate, I got two Go. things that we got to talk about. Number Go. one, well, Gibbe, how about first? Why don't you lay out your lay out Gibbe day, and then we'll talk about some really. of the aftermath. <clears throat> I had a great time. Got got, As got, you got the little uh, got a little golf time with the hooligans last night. Won your match. League. Won your match. Yeah. Played well until the ninth hole and just totally. But, eh. you, but you won your match. Yeah, so but so you what like, about the ninth but, hole? but you, you know, it leaves a poor taste in your mouth when you are playing well and all of a sudden it goes to. Give ugh. it eight out this of is, nine is this 88.88%. I would I'm also say well. this. This is, this is where you got to be with, with golf, unless you're like, you know, in the Z world, like a single nothing well, yeah, handicapper, unless you're in animal. that world. Like, give it, you and I told this to my son when we played uh, last two nights ago, whenever that was. I said, look, dude, I'm never going to be good. It's, it's out of the cards. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm never going to be someone who shoots something with a seven. That's just never happening. It's done. It's over. I missed it. You'll, I told him, I said, you're going to be better than me by 16, maybe sooner, quite frankly. You'll be better then. Um, so we are, I do not, and I, I won't speak for your game. I do not have the right to be frustrated at golf. I'm not good enough to have the right to be. It's expected for me to have a blow up hole. That should happen. I, I'm not, but, and I'm not, I think it might drive some people in our league crazy. So I think some people like it, but I've never, I'm not like, I got to win. I don't, like, I'm out there to have fun. Oh, yeah. Drink I'm some a, adult bevs. Oh, and, baby, and I'm a competitor. I like Well, the you're, you're I mean, a scratch. I'm not, yeah, I'm be. not that. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard. I give a lot of strokes out there. But I, I just think it's a great game. Everyone yeah, would no, no, rather no. be and, you and, than and, the and, person getting the strokes. I promise you. True. Yeah. I and it's not that I like. I enjoyed myself. I had a fantastic time. Yeah. Uh, I had a Labatt Ice. Oh, there you go. Twenty nice. double deucer. Nice. There you go. That that was a rough way to start. That's a great shout way out, to start. Larry. That's a great way. Let me just real quick. And this um, is oh, you would give NBC this advice. Just like. My kind of theory when I hit a bad shot, and this is when I was still like, this is when I was like even a seven, and I think this meant changed my mentality. I used to get mad after bad shots, like especially mm-hmm. when I was in college and all that. Yeah, that's what and was happening to And then all of a sudden, him. all of a sudden one day, I was like, I'd hit a bad shot, and I'd be like, what's up with that? Like, yeah. Whatever, because I would get mad, and then I'd be like, oh, I have to change my swing on the course in the middle of the right. rest of the bit. Right, and it's a disaster. Like, no, just play, play a game. No, no, and, and, and it's and a bad it, shot. What's up with that? No, it, it, you had a bad I like that. I'm going to tell him that. Yeah. Be like, what? 
Weird. And, and I, I'm fine. Like, it was fine. I just, you know, like, you're, you're playing well. I want to score a little bit better. I'm trying to, you know, I, I yesterday was the first time, I the last couple times I've gone out, like, I played 18 a few weeks ago. The front nine was great. The back nine was just a mess. I could not get off the tee box, and I could not figure out You're why. like a closer. You're used to nine-hole matches. You're a nine-hole performer. So, but then that, that translated, like, to the following nine holes. And I'm like, okay, what what is going on here? And yesterday it all came together, and it was great. And and then I just had a, I just had a moment. I literally, I'm in the middle of the fairway, not a great drive, but I literally rocketed out of the woods onto the fairway, like I'm right where I need to be. I'm yeah. probably about 180 out, par five, oh, third shot. Three, I'm like, sure. great. And I just totally duffed it. Like, and it was stupid. Like, I lifted my head. Sure. And then, you know, I ended up with a seven. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's – you got to be better than that. Like, and it's – Yeah, but it happens. I'll tell you, in the the day that I I just played, when I just shot uh, 75 the other day, on the 11, the first time we played it, I topped my – I, like, hit my tee ball, like, 20 yards. Like, onto – the ladies' tee box. Fortunately, just passed it. And everybody's like, what the heck? What and happened, I hit dude? a four hybrid. I hit it from 80 yards to about five feet, and I made the putt. I made a par. But I can hit wackadoodle shots. It's golf. Yes. You know who else yeah, can? No, no, no. Rory McIlroy. Just... I think oh, he's hit oh, yeah. one fairway all day. Yeah, he's too all much pressure the on him. There's too much he's pressure He's lost. He's, yeah, he yeah, needs to. Yeah. It, he, I feel too like much. he's cooked for the summer. I think last year at the Open got him, and I think the Masters got him. He's done. Go ahead. By the way, I like what you said to uh, NBC about – the fact that you know you could play forever you're never going to get you're never going to become a scratch he has a chance no. you know because he's young yeah. and he's got so he's got a chance i was at the gym earlier today working out before the show and there was a dude in there that was like big but like in shape he looked to be uh like from the pacific islands okay and i was watching him left and he was on incline bench mm-hmm. with 315 okay so 345s on each side yeah. And he was bringing it down slow, letting it sit on his chest for three seconds, yep. and then pushing it up like it was weightless. Yeah. Yep. And my buddy, uh, the Mo- great Mo Nation, was, was in there, and he came over into our area afterwards, and Mo said something to him, and I, my, I have no idea what he said to him. And I was just like, dude, I got to tell you. I said, what you're doing on that incline was so impressive. And he's like, well, I've been doing this a long time. I said, I'm 44. I've been working out a long time, too, and I will never be able to do that. There's no, no. world in which no. I will ever be able to lift that much weight. It's just never going to happen for, no. for me. You know? so I, I no, you'd to have to dedicate your yeah. life to it. And take all kinds of illegal substances and Correct. whatnots. There's yeah. A, yeah. My body is not capable of getting to a point where I can do right. that, no matter how hard I work. I work out hard, no matter what I do. It's just not yeah. the cards for me. Yeah, that's okay. I thought, you look I thought great. that was funny. It's like, well, I've been working out for a long yeah. time. I'm like, yeah, great. Me Fantastic. too. It's just, you're just a different kind of human than I am. It's built different, man. Nothing you built, can do exactly. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Built different. Like Gibbe. All right, Gibbe, back to your – so you oh, dominate like on was, the golf course. Oh, it was you great. win your match. Yeah, yeah. You're basically Tiger sure. Woods for eight holes. Great. And then? Uh, uh, yeah. Went to a, an, our, our post-golf establishment, watering hole. Yeah. Had some good food. Had some drinks. Warm shot of Jameson. Ordered for you. Yeah. That's a party foul. I'm sorry, people. We've got to be better than this as a society. I still remember 
on my bachelor party getting somebody bought a war a round of warm vodka shots for people. You can shots must be ordered chilled. Period. The I don't end. even understand what you're talking about. Who gets a warm shot of anything? I mean, exactly. What are you talking about? It happened. They'll just be like, "Give me a shot of Jameson." So they get a shot of Jameson, just pour it right in there, and they take a shot of it instead of having it shaken in with the and pull, it's crazy. Yes. A warm yeah. shot is that's. Ugh. I think that that's that's like I agree. A, attempted assault. Not even attempted at that point. That's assault. I don't have a problem with it. And I I don't think he. I don't think it was I, intentional. I I, just I would almost. I would almost put it on the wait staff because if you're ordering that, I I think you should assume at this nobody point, wants it, a warm shot. Yeah, fine. I I would think like if you want everybody to order a second shot, yeah, it's going to go a lot this. better if it's chill. It's a great. Yeah. That's a that's a wonderful point. So I, you, I feel like it, you're but, doing pretty well. But it was it was it was chilly. Like I had a thermal on. Yeah. Like yeah, it was it chilly was, yesterday. It was not ideal for golfing. Last you got your New York State Troopers. Absolutely, I do. Today. It's a beaut. So I like, it. like it, it was great. Got home, uh, got to bed a little later than I wanted to, and then was up real early this morning because got to get out of the way because concrete's being poured in the kids' like backyard it. today. No I dogs like here today. Sad. No dogs today. No pups. I kept waiting for a phone call to come get them. Oliver and Roxy no. yesterday, I think, turned in one of the great in-studio performances of two dogs ever. I would agree because after the first segment, I was unaware they were even there. Yep, yep. And that's great dogs. And it also helps that we're in an undisclosed location so nobody ever come knocking at the door. That's true. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. Like, I think Asa would get – I've done – she gets bored and moved, but the only thing that could get her going is if there's a ring at the door – ring the doorbell or knock at the door. My my dogs get get super excited for, like, the first two minutes, three minutes. That someone comes in. And then after that, eh. All right. No, they're fantastic. In fact, Nana wanted me to pass on to you how impressed uh, she was with that. My my wife spearheads the dog training. So, all credit goes to her. So, Bo, I would say that Gibbe's doing well. However, his beverage of choice for the day is an, a high C orange from McDonald's. It so is the greatest. He can't be doing that well. Size of that thing. Oh I mean, God. that is... I totally forgot that I got oh it this morning. That is, I got, I got in the car. I don't like, even know how my body would be oof. would respond to that. My, my stomach's a diabetes rough. in a glass. It is not. Yes, it is. Oh anybody God. that knows, go ahead and tweet at the show. Yeah. If you've had a few cocktails the night before, maybe you're not feeling so great the next morning. That'll bring you right back. Revive I think it could bring revive you, but then I think I, the. Once I have that sugar crash, I think I'm going to be in way worse shape than I would have no, been. No, you're not going to have a sugar crash. You're fine. I don't know how yeah. I would respond to that. That yeah, would be a not well. Icy Orange is the greatest thing. And oh, my gosh. The, 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 the best thing that McDonald's <laughs> did orange. was bring Icy Orange back. Okay. Because they got rid of it. And Wendy's okay. never lost it. Wendy's, I can get I can get a grape Icy. Oh, my. I can get an orange Icy. It's a there game you changer. You're a man of the people. But then they brought the orange high C back, and there's nothing like it. Now you're cooking. Oh, I gotta gas, tell you, something's going on with our live stream. I'm sure someone's gonna tweet at you. I'm working. You'll be I bet Nana's You'll gonna fine. be furious. Oh Come gosh, on. Nana. Poor Nana. Um, so you miss another great Lavelle is right now. He's he's it's it's a flamethrower. Lavelle and the staff over there. They're on. It's a flamethrower situation. Today we had ribs that were uh, incredible. A southern style green bean that oh, was gosh. just delectable. Yeah. Um, it was again banner ribs cooked perfectly. 
fell off the bone but maintained their integrity like they weren't sloppy. That's just outrageous out of him. It's outrageous. To just throw that out at lunch? I mean, just, just to lunch? Throw it it's just lunch. It just, it's just lunch. I had a couple God. slabs. Somebody saw my plate and said, what is this, bulking season? I said, oh, baby, you know it. So, but as I'm sitting I, I've there. I've got to watch the calorie intake because it's, it, it, it's climbing fast. You're drinking a billion calories of sugar right now. What are you this talking about? This is not a about? billion calories. I guarantee that is like Hold on. How the many grams calories? of sugar on that are going to be crazy. It's, it's going to be like 128 grams. Sugar. Like whatever. Sugar. <laughs> Those are called empty calories. Every calorie that's accounted for in that drink is useless. At least in my ribs, I'm getting some G's of P. I'm getting all kinds of stuff. Building some muscle. <laughs> what? This is crazy. So I'm eating these ribs. They're delectable. You love a rib. I oh, love God, a rib. I love who, ribs, do- yeah. who doesn't love a rib? Yep. Gibbe. Gibbe hates ribs. Too much work, he said. I, I, I'm, I don't, Wait a second. I hate ribs. Second. I don't even don't know how like to go on. You don't like eating them either? No, I hate them. What? Don't you don't like, like the flavor of ribs? Uh, no. I'm not I'm a big fan. I don't, of all of the things, of all of the things that there's I've ever heard said publicly. There's 310 on, calories. In what? Not even that size. That's yes. This is a large. 310. How many grams like, of sugar? That looks like 64 ounces to me. It is not. 32. 32? Maybe. It's definitely maybe. 32. How many grams of sugar? I'm going north of 50. It's definitely north of 50. 80. 80 grams. 80 grams of sugar. Hey, you're fine. You're safe. Safe? That's you're safe, pal. Eh, maybe okay. not. Anyway, let's go back to the real crime that's being committed. Actually, here. a 32 ounce high C orange is 121 yeah. grams. Oh, my God. Not according to the nutritional value I just saw. I think you're looking at the wrong size, Gibby. Uh, no, I'm not. This is a large. It's 32 still, ounces, though, for still sure, looks like right? 32 ounces. Th- this is not 32 ounces. Yes. No. <sighs> what are you calling it? 24? 24? No. It's yes. two pops for sure. 16? There's more than in here. This is 16.9. I don't know about that. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's bigger. It's large. Guaranteed. All right. That's stunning. I mean, I'm, so much so that when we had talked about um, we, we had talked about playing a round of golf after one of the shows one of these days once we get into June, and I thought, yeah. well, well, whether we go to, to my place or your place or whatever, then we could come here afterwards and we would do – I could do a little dinner for the fellas, bring the ladies. You guys, we'd, we'd all hang here at the, at the Hacienda. Oh, good baby. Time, full yes. time for everybody, transformative turkey. And ribs, I'm thinking, baby. That's what I said. I told Amy because we, we got a fantastic ribs I, recipe I that's will... undefeated, and I'm like – I would have – I've never heard anybody not like ribs, and you would Same. be on the la- list of the last people that I would think that didn't like ribs. You love to smoke. Uh, you love to barbecue. You love meats. Correct. I, I, meats. I, I will cook. I My kids love ribs. I'm happy to do them. I do them on the smoker. I, but you don't fantastic. eat them. I got a grape. There's a great bark I can get on them. I will eat them. I don't like them sauced. Give me like a salt and pepper rub. Just give me a dry rub oh, on them, and, and I'll be fine, but I'm not. If you lined up everybody in it. my life and said that there I was like one, I had to guess somebody yep. that wouldn't eat ribs, didn't like ribs, like you would be in the – it would be like you and my dad would be <laughs> at the end of my – and Zago, well, he rest in peace, would have been at the end of my guesses. Yeah, I would have gone through everybody else in my life to give a my dad or Zago. You would have said, no, that's a sure thing. That's a. It's not even a question. Sure thing. Of course. 
It's wild. I'm stunned. That's why I had to bring it up. I'm, st- I'm yeah, flabbergasted. I'm sitting there eating this rib. Delectable. It, <laughs> it just seems impossible. I don't, I'm speechless. Truly. Yeah. I like a lot of things. A lot, a lot of barbecue. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's documented. I just think this is just one not- that feels like a layup for you. Nah, Can you guys tell oh me what's God. going on at the just PGA? Not- what's all the smoke? Huh? Wait, is something on fire? No, it's been there all day, all morning. There's At the back of one of these holes, there's like smoke billowing out. It's been this way. All, it's got – I don't know what it is. Cutting down trees. They're all playing in hoodies. I love that you – Okay, I, let's do a I'm couple happier. of things. Okay, sure, go Let's ahead. do a couple of things on the golf. Yep. So, number one, I love the fact that John Daly and Little John have endorsements with both Hooters and Manscaped. I love that they've it's been unreal. omnipresent a, all morning. I mean, that is – to see Little John up there, I just can't imagine how much he's crushing life. Um, oh, my at, God. Uh, I mean, he's just got to be killing it. Um, so 1991 that, crooked stick. What oh, a story. What a story. Um, he's not and then playing, this, though. Didn't he bail? Or? Yeah, no, he's done. He's not in it. Yeah, The, the next play. thing I would say um, is you mentioned the golf hoodie. This pleases me to no end um, because the only thing I can think of similar is like when Tiger wore the collarless shirt – and it forced clubs to say, like, unless it's you could you, you have could to wear it. a collar unless it's designed for golf. Like, like who's going to differentiate? Yes, Essentially, I yes, don't yes. want you wearing like athletic T-shirts to golf. Well, the same thing was true with hoodies. Like, no hoodies was like a thing yep. at clubs. So you can't wear hoodies. Meantime, the I don't know eight of the first fifteen guys off the tee had hoodies on this morning. Like almost all of them yeah. wearing hoodies, and I love a golf, golf hoodies. Hoodie. There's something about oh the balance. That I love yes. playing in them. I like having yes. that thing behind that. I don't know what it is. It's I like it a lot. And I know that Same. there's a lot of club. Oh, you you can't you can't wear a golf hoodie at Bushwood. Okay, easy. Yes, I can. They are, so I can. I would say I'm going to venture. I'm going to make a statement here. Yeah. In the last decade, no two things have had more of a meteoric rise than cauliflower. And hoodies. I like it. Cauliflower when we were a kid was yeah. steamed. It was the stepchild vegetable. Yeah. Like the, could, it was just it was the pariah of vegetables. It could that only and a be Brussels steamed. sprout. I mean that wasn't much of a thing. Brussels have had a great run too. But now yeah. cauliflower Cauliflower's can usurped, be I think. it can be cauliflower mashed potatoes. It can be cauliflower rice. You can have the people make cauliflower steaks. I make a great cauliflower steak. Cauliflower is all of a sudden it's good. It's now been used to be riced. It's been used and turned and whipped into mashed potatoes. Yeah. It's had this renaissance where now cauliflower is their cauliflower crusted pizzas. Cauliflower yep. is cool. It's everywhere. It's in all the things we like. It is and it's regarded now as a as a top flight vegetable, a, a versatile vegetable. It's almost like a utility infielder that g- makes makes all star game every year because it, it's so good at so many yep. things. And it's then the place. hoodie. It's Walt Weiss, Ugh. third straight rookie of the year for me in yeah. my youth behind Franco right. McGuire, Walt Weiss, Boy, he number slick. seven. Oh, he was smooth. I had, I had a Walt Weiss jersey. Yeah, I sure did. did. Yep. And then the hoodie has gone from, you know, wearing a hoodie was considered to be unfashionable. It was considered to be, like, dangerous at times. And sloppy. now, sloppy. Don't care. Lazy. Certainly not yeah. lazy, not fashionable. And now wearing a hoodie is something that you can do under a sport coat and That's be right. on television. That's you right. can wear it to a, 
a, a wedding, I would imagine. There's fashion hoodies. You can golf in a hoodie. Mm-hmm. Hoodies are – you can wear hoodies to white tablecloth restaurants. Absolutely. It's, it is a completely – the hoodie is now as versatile as the quarter zip. It is. Which if you would – it is. And if you had it told is. Jim Nance that or anybody five years ago – no chance. There's no chance. never. We're never going to live in a world where the hoodie is considered to be at, on par. You can play 18 in it. You can go ahead. You can work out in it. You can wear it under a jacket and go to white tablecloth. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have believed that. No. And yet here we are. No. And it was today. It was like we've been trending in this way. And then this morning it was like it all just everything added up. It all came home oh, yeah. because it was cold. And so they were all in them. It was wild. It was the it was like the go to the old, of the top players. The only person I didn't see in one I think was Spieth. He was in a quarter zip, but everybody else, quarter their zip. pullover of choice was the golf hoodie. Also saw somebody in a uh, um, a bucket hat, which I'd never seen oh. that before. It's been a long time since I'd seen a golfer in a bucket. Oh, hat. there was a guy that was in the going against Day down the stretch who he did choke in a bucket hat, and I said, I don't know if I can take this guy. I don't know if I could take him seriously. It's a lot. It's a big ask. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Last thing I want to talk to here, talk to you guys about out of the gate. So we watched me and the oldest watched uh, no youth because everyone's sick. We watched air last night. So you put me Told on. You. I didn't realize oh, it was baby. on Amazon Prime. I'd been wanting to see it. Getting to the theater is tough. Um, but yeah, I'm in. So we had no youth sports. So we, we put it on at seven o'clock. Um, it was done by 840. Like it was perfect. The timing of it was perfect. Awesome. Fantastic movie in, in every way. Much of it we yep. knew to your point. As you said to me yesterday, like it hit on so many notes for us, right? And oh, to the yeah. point of like I remember the first Jordans I got, the Jordan Fours military blue. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, the idea though that when this past Christmas, when my kids asked for what they wanted for Christmas, and it was Jordan threes, Jordan fours, Jordan elevens, like that so was their cool. number one thing. The idea that all these years later they wanted the same thing that I wanted when I was their age is just impossible. And the more I yeah. thought about it, I thought how many brands are there like that in, in the world that have been cool for almost 40 years straight? That is, I think that's the one, honestly. I mean, Nike's been cool. Adidas, they've been cool. But you're but talking about now a specific, a specific part model of, it, of like, shoe. Correct. Yes. And a lot like the Jumpman, like all of that. Like the only thing I could think of was like, but Apple had lulls. Apple wasn't always a rocket ship. Um and the only other thing I think it was like Ferrari, like that. Type, like I think a Ferrari sure. was always cool. Like Ferris Absolutely. Bueller had a Ferrari. I think a Ferrari's still cool now. There's a yes. high-end sports cars, a few of them, but man, not much else. No, it's it's incredibly iconic. How great was just the opening montage? Amazing, amazing. And I was trying to explain it to NBC, you know, like all of that stuff. Um, I th- so many little touchstones that. You know, as they're saying them, you're going, you know, you chuckle because you know how this is all going to go. And it was interesting right. because even though you knew the end game of it and you know what that jump man is, um, it was still riveting. Yeah. You know what? I mean, it really yeah. was. It was a I thought it was such a smart choice to not show Jordan to not use him in the other than as a, a shadowy figure. I think it would have been a distraction. To, because we all know him so much. So I thought that was really cool. I think the only thing that was a little suspect to me was like, they really portrayed Phil Knight as pretty clueless. That's what I said. That that was my, yeah, he is not clueless no. in the least. Yeah. 
a very shrewd business. I just I think at that was Affleck just trying to be funny. Yeah, I thought the line where he came in it was like so awkward with them, like, oh, this is a billion dollar company, and it's, it's for, that I'm here, that it's, I'm so busy out of my busy day, and it was like, that part was all brutal. Well, um, that was brutal, and then Chris Tucker's interaction with the parents was brutal. Yes. And obviously, in real life, it probably could not have possibly been that brutal because he's still like the VP of Jordan. Well, yeah, and he was beloved by Mike. Yes, right. That guy was. And that was a cringy. Um, that was a cringy. That was very. <laughs> That was I could barely understand him. Yeah, that was that was tough. Um, that that was the overriding thing, though. That 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 bet on him. Yeah. All of the things that had to happen, and that was the that was the time. And I I you know sometimes you you're a prisoner of your youth, right? But you think about athletes at that time. Sports was exploding. Sports talk radio was just starting. ESPN was just getting everybody's home. Sports Center was happening. Um, all of the sports was on live television at that time in the mid to late 80s through the early 90s. Uh, it was kind of the apex of all of it in, in terms of it, it kind of all booming at the same time. I don't know. You're never going to get that moment again. Like Jordan was able to be the best and universally cool. Like we could see him, but we didn't see too much of him. It wasn't yep. – he wasn't touchable. Like, same thing with Montana or Bo Jackson or anybody from that era that elevated. Um, it was kind of the last era where you could almost have, like, a mythical part to you. Yes, right. It, it – totally. It is – it was special. And I, I can remember that's all anybody wanted. And you you would understand with my yoke that I did not get fours. I did not get threes, fours, fives, sixes when everybody had sixes. That's all I wanted. Sixes. Yes. No. Ugh. What was the first was pair? for me. So I did my first pair that I ever got were sixes, but I had to get them myself. And then my high school, the thing that was tough is my high school team was a converse team. So I never really got to like yeah. hoop in, in my Jordans. Which the only ones like not great hooping shoes, it turns out. Well, they were the, the they were at the time like the fours were. I wore the fours but in the, like there weren't any. You have to remember though, like no shoes were comfortable at that time. I was going to say because I played in fours later in life, and that ridge oh. that goes on over your big toe—I mean your pinky toe—that one can just annihilate your foot. I think the five yeah. is one of the more comfortable Jordans. Pro, well, the eleven is obviously, but then it's then the technology starts to go change. Yes, you know right. the technology's better. Those early ones, though, the five was probably the first one that was that you could probably play in now and would feel like relatively okay with. The problem with the playing in the sixes, I played I played in the fours and the sixes. Those are yep. the two that I had. Um, the sixes, the back thing cut into the back of your, like your Achilles. That yes, hard plastic thing yes. that cut in. So yep. I, you'd have to like layer your socks so that it wouldn't. Um, then I, I tried playing in the twelves um, in college, but those were so heavy. I made. Heavy. I would make. I would get like my mom as a nurse would have all these different foams and foam pads and whatever. Yeah. And so I would get a foam pad and I would tape it inside the back of my Jordans so that it would not cut up my Achilles. Yeah, on the sixes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's brutal. And it's funny. like A lot of the shoes back then, too. Even the pumps oh, did that. Yeah. They were too damn high. You didn't need a shoe that high. Nobody no, did. Agreed. Um, right. Kids, it's interesting. 
like, and my oldest is in this age right now where they just pursue it nonstop. They love the Jordans, but almost none of them play in the Jordans. Right. And they right. certainly don't play in the new ones. Like no. the new Jordan, whatever it is. Like I haven't even, I don't even know what those look like. Like the they ones that they one want for, are, are all the old ones. Yeah. They designed one for Zion that I thought actually looked really well, the, um, the kids play in that, and they play in the Luca. Like, Luca has his own, but in terms of, like, the Jordan 30, whatever we're on, there's sure, no, no yeah. juice to that um, with, with, with the kids. Is Tatum? What is Tatum? He's Jordan is, 2, but they, they, he, they all do their own, own shoe. Yeah, yeah. Right. They all do their own his shoe. His actually looks it. pretty cool. Yeah. The, um, it was great. It's, a, it's an absolutely sensational movie. Uh, happy birthday to Greg Newsom, 23. Good job out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Happy birthday. Indeed. Uh, the YouTube TV stopped working for the final eight minutes of the Celtics heat game last night. Yes. I would think the NFL would have concern about this. It's like, it's not. And by the way, it doesn't feel like the audience would have been so big that it would have crashed YouTube TV. I think it's unrelated. I think for them, it's it is unrelated to timing. the timing. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that it was a sporting event going on. No. So but, apparently yeah. there's something that they do with the technology that they have to put in the commercials to make them look like they're TV commercials versus YouTube. Yep. It, that's what yep. it is. Uh-huh. I don't know what the technology is called, but that's what happened. And they basically got stuck on a commercial that they couldn't get off of. Well, they got to, they got to fix that. I will say I was pleased that it, all systems were a go for uh, what was uh, Miss Kay's Super Bowl last night, which was the Vanderpump rules season finale, which was an incredible hour of television. <laughs> I don't even um, know what that as is. As it documented the scandal. It was I don't unreal. know either. I don't know who oh, that is. Oh, man. Vanderpump. 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 I don't know what that is. That's what? a real thing? If you, were on, if you were on Instagram still, oh, yeah, the scandal? The scandal, because of this scandal that happened on Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules is what, like a Kardashian gotten. thing? No, it was. It's, it's based on – it was a spinoff of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, Sir, and it's about, like – bartenders and waiters and waitresses there and then in their their lives but they've it's okay. been going for 10 years so they've become hmm. you know pop culture people and sure. long story short one of the guys who i always thought was a, a crud anyway cheated on his basically quotes wife but common law wife that he's okay. lived with for eight years and is they share a home together and all that with her best friend and ah. it got exposed and it is hmm. it was electric that's a daisy that's a yeah, the scandal. Yeah. Oh, it's a big a, deal. If you t- if you right. Google if you Google scandal. Okay. So then Sandoval I'm gonna get all the info the I need. Well, yeah, but I'm saying it would come up. It would be you would be blown away by the amount of coverage. The Watch What Happens Lives that have con- chronicled this are going to be the four highest Watch What Happens Lives in the history of that program. It's amazing. Like the scandal has captured America. I'm telling you. Not my little corner. Not my little corner. Not your corner. The rest of it, I guess. You're watching air, which was great. I was watching air. I feel like I won. Mailbag is today. Tweet us your questions uh, to at Browns underscore daily. The best questions get asked at 2.30 today. Uh, Maybe the stream will be back up before 3. No stream for this? This was a banger of hilariousness and hijinks. All that you need. A little bit of everything. You have to tune into the podcast. You blew it, boy. You blew it. All right. Um, all right, a lot of praise for our defensive line. We'll get into that coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. As it turns out, our acquisition of Zadarius Smith was popular in NFL circles. Let's start from Good Morning Football. The group was asked if the Browns were the best pass rush duo in the NFL. The Vikings uh, recently traded pass rusher Zadarius Smith to the Browns, where now he joins in partnership with Miles Garrett. Oh, my goodness. Both of these players have had three or more seasons with ten or more sacks. That's a lot, getting after the quarterback. So it begs the question, do the Browns have the best pass rushing duo in the league right now? Okay. Could have gone historical, could have just looked at the Browns, but we want to look no. at it as a whole. Are they the best? Yeah, I'm going to challenge your Browns, and I'm going to go down the road to Pittsburgh, and I'm going to look at the duo that they have that is forming. Alex Highsmith, on the other side, have 14 and a half sacks last year. Watt injured, didn't play in all the games, only played in 10 games. If he gets back to form, 22 and a half sacks in 2021, I think these two can make up the best pass rushing duo. And don't forget Cam Hayward's on the team, too. He had 10 and a half sacks last year as well. But I think Alice Highsmith stepping up and Watt's absence last year, and now T.J. Watt coming back full strength, I think those two coming off the edge can really challenge the Browns with Miles Garrett and Darius Smith. So I'm, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh down the street. Steelers finished 9-8. and eight. I think they make the playoffs without the Watt injury. It's football. People get injured, but yep. they were good. And he'll be good next year. But I'm going to check. I'm going to stay right here same division same topic I think it's the Browns I still think Miles Garrett is the man it's a weird thing with the Browns I like talking about their players and their team because this, the Browns conversation over the last two years has been so bizarre and awkward and it will continue to be because their quarterback situation but there's nothing bizarre and awkward about that guy he almost ended Justin Fields career in year one like in that game it was one of the worst things I've ever seen unbelievably unblockable unstoppable number one overall pick so Darius great put anybody with Miles Garrett I still think he's the man I almost feel like I'm breaking the segment when you think duo I don't know who the other two the guy is but I love what the 49ers have just up front so you've got Bosa obviously defensive player of the year and then with that you've got Hargrave the new addition you've Mm -hmm. got Armstead and you also have all these guys in the linebacker core so I'm going to say Nick Bosa and then fill in the blank whoever you want as Mm -hmm. far as the 49ers I'd probably say Eric Armstead though Mm. who's always in the backfield and just causing problems Mm -hmm. well this lends itself to our uh, rivalry conversation we had about the Eagles and 49ers because you could kind of make the same same argument for the Eagles because they have Hassan Reddick but like is it Brandon Graham is it Josh Sweat like who do you put in on the other side of there after Javon Hargrave left town to go 49ers so that pass rushing combo. But I'm interested, I'm curious about the Zadarius Smith move away from the Vikings because Brian Flores comes in, obviously identifies something in the direction that this defense is going to go for Minnesota and decides that he'd rather retain picks instead of Zadarius Smith and a future with him. So yeah. curious that the Vikings moved away from it. It is interesting when you get these pass rushers because, like, I remember Yannick Ngakwe for years would be on a new team every other year. Like, yeah. wait, the sacks are there. Zadarius Smith is on the Packers, very good. Yeah. And he's on the Vikings, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, he tweeted like, out that he was leaving the team yeah. about a month ago uh, and nothing happened he wasn't getting released yeah. or anything like that so it seemed like he didn't really want to be in Minnesota either so mm. uh, and Gakwe is like the Brandon Cooks of pass rushers yeah. like he just is always good and he always <laughs> changes teams but yeah this is Darius thing I'm not I sure think- well I, I am it was it's salary cap well yeah that's a way why did they the- act like the whole last minute like they didn't understand like what was going to happen I don't know you that was everybody effect. it like- felt like they had we, did, we didn't even know who the other edge rusher was and with the Niners. That was a, it was a little bit of an odd segment in, in that regard. But I thought that they couldn't afford him, and they wanted to get some assets for him. And so that's what they did and sent him to the Cleveland Browns. And I think it's great for great for the Browns. And I know now people are always, you know, not a locker room guy. He didn't talk to the media, and we heard all that. 
the fact of the matter is he's got to play. And I don't care about that either. I think he's going to be just oh, fine in this locker room. You never heard anything about it when he was in Baltimore. And he was very, very good in Green Bay, and they were certainly happy to have him. I think that you, first of all, as a team, you know, he's coming in. He's he's kind of a mercenary. He is not here to be yeah. the leader of that locker room. And if he were brought in that capacity, we have bigger problems anyway. I mean, this yeah. is a team that's going to be led by Deshaun Watson. We have a star quarterback. This is a defense that's going to be led by Miles Garrett, and I think more importantly, this is a defense that's going to be led by Jim Schwartz. You saw what Tony Fields had to say about him. I, I think that that to me is that is the least of my concerns right now. He wants to play. He wants to get the quarterback. He's a better pass rusher than Clowney ever was, and I loved Clowney and what he brought to our team, and it was clear last year when he was hurt how much he was missed, but this guy is a pass rusher on an unbelievable level. There are very few professional athletes that I care to hear what they have to say. Yes. Because they're all been coached to not say anything. You know? Like, it just you just don't get much. Coaches, athletes, they just – they've been in this game a long time, and they know how to talk without saying anything. So, it's rare. I don't – I don't – I could care – it would be impossible for me to care less if Darius Smith talks to us. I don't – fine by the way he seemed quite uh quite pleasant in the the video that we put up from our video team i seemed couldn't great. agree more yeah yes so, whatever it doesn't make any difference ta- go tackle the quarterback that's that's the gig go create pressure um right. here is uh, mina kimes on espn's nfl live on the conversation i think smith is a big addition i also think a massive addition one we really haven't talked about much was the hiring of defensive coordinator jim schwartz um, because yeah. I suspect it augurs a change in defensive identity that, simply put, I would describe as more aggressive. Not up front, especially now with his Darius Smith edition, Jim Schwartz doesn't really blitz much, but on the back end. So last year, Cleveland played about an even spit, split of man and zone. When they played zone coverage, they ranked 24th yeah, in the boo-boo. NFL in EPA per play. When they played man, Second in the league, they allowed the lowest QBR in football. They have the personnel to do it. Denzel Ward is a true shutdown corner who can cover number one wide receivers. And now with Schwartz, given his history, I think they have a defensive coordinator who's also willing to call on them to play more man and be more aggressive, and I think it could have a huge impact. Yeah, correct. That is correct. Correct. Yes, getting Jim Schwartz is a ma- was a massive get for the Cleveland Browns. That is no disrespect at all intended or has nothing to do with Joe Woods. I thought Joe Woods did do a good job here, and we were a top-10 defense under his watch, certainly uh, at least one of, the two, one of the last two seasons. But Jim Schwartz is going to bring a style and a scheme that is going to allow, I think, our defensive line to be more productive than it's ever been, and it's going to allow our back end to be more productive than it's ever been. And I think that's the name of the game in the NFL. I think at the second level we will be better because of the increased production we get up front also. But more man coverage, make the quarterback get the ball out into tighter windows. That's one of the things that the quarterbacks, I think, in our division outside of Joe Burrow certainly struggle with, Lamar Jackson and Kenny Pickett. And I think that that will make us a much tougher defense to deal with, especially here in the AFC North. So I'm very excited about that. You put the investment that you did when you look at what you've invested in Denzel Ward, first-round pick uh, into Greg Newsom, and then MJ Emerson, which has been a tremendous find, I think, for the Cleveland Browns with their first pick of last year's draft. 
Yeah, and I the the stat she had there on where we ranked when we played man second in the league. I mean, that's that's the operation um, is to to let these guys play to their strengths a little bit. And the marriage of that secondary and now this pass rush should be one of. Yeah. I think when you do that conversation, marriage of secondary and pass rush. Now we need the safeties. We, we need Delpit was great at the end of last year, but you need that to be a full season. Uh, but the corners and pass rush situation, I think, is as strong as any in the league. Agreed, and I think that's what that's what defense is here in the modern NFL, and I'm very excited about that. I think Mina did a great job pointing out, you know, some of the changes that you'll see schematically, at least on the back end in terms of coverage calls yeah. from, you know, Jim Schwartz. Yeah, absolutely. All right, coming up, Lech, up next, Big Thanos at the podium. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Experience the full throttle family fun at Monster Jam, where world-class athletes in the 12,000-pound monster trucks tear up the dirt in wide-open competitions of speed and skill. The most action-packed motorsports experience for families in the world today returns to Cleveland Browns Stadium. It's Saturday, June 3rd. For more information, go to clevelandbrownsstadium.com. Before we get to uh, Big Thanos, I just want to run something by both of you. So um, the oldest has a uh, end-of-elementary-school party tomorrow. So it's a okay. uh, they, it's a bon voyage, I guess they call it. Um, so it's like a dance and whatever, like fifth grade. There you go. So the theme is '80s night. Okay. When you okay. think of '80s night, what is the wardrobe you think of? Because I think there's a couple different ways you can go, and I'll tell you where they're going, and I and then we'll get to that in a second. Miami Vice. Yeah, Don Johnson, white sport coat. Yeah. So I, I think and, there's and that jazzercise. Yeah. Well, the girls will be in scrunchies and neon. I mean, that feels like a yep. lock stock, Cindy yep. Lauper, Madonna, yep. big hair, all that. Um, so I think you could do Miami Vice, and I think you could do like metal, like you could do like like Guns and poison, Roses, Poison, Motley Crue, Motley Crue. Like those were sure. the two that came to my head. So one of them suggested like Saved by the Bell. And I said, I think that's 90s. I don't think that is. That feels 90s to me. Like Saved by the that. Bell came that was out like in my 89. freshman year of high school. Really? Saved by the yeah, Bell debuted in 89 um, and then lasted three seasons. But it, it feels like they had about 100 episodes in those three seasons. Yeah. Like Saved by the Bell, MC Hammer, that's early 90s. That was middle school for us. That's where I'm at. Early, I, I mean – yeah, like 91. I remember freshman year of high school. Yeah. Matt Twining. Yeah, he would give us the up he would give us the say by the bell recaps on the yeah. bus freshman basketball. Can't That's touch a, so shout out Twining. Yeah. They did 86 episodes of it. Jeez. In prolific. four seasons. Almost got 100 Mr. episodes out of it. Mr. Belding, huge wrestling fan. I met him a few times Yeah. In LA. That's yeah, so th you're with me, though. Like, say by the Bells in the 90s. 90s, yes. 90s. Yes, that's my that's middle a, school. That's my yeah, that's what I, think I, I almost feel like the, the kids should have to do 90s instead of 80s. We don't want to feel any older than we are, Gibbe. Because if you but think like, about when we used to have to do this when we were kids, it was 50s, right? Yeah, but these kids weren't born till what, 15? <laughs> right. <laughs> they were, no, they are born in 11. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like the 90s. Because, well, I mean, they're dressing up as something, but they have no idea why, who they are looking like and but why But we did. I mean, you, like you remember doing, like, 50s? Didn't you guys have to do, like, the 50s stuff? 
No. You'd wear like the white t-shirts and roll up your jeans and all that stuff. We like for spirit weeks and stuff. Uh, we, like we, we, we definitely yeah, went like through Greece. a phase where everybody rolled their jeans. Well, that rolled, yes, it, it tried to it tried to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah cinch them up tight. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I remember that oh quite God. well. Yeah, now you can all wear right. like Lululemon pants and a quarter zipper, a hoodie everywhere, and be in, considered to be dressed okay. It's great. <laughs> what, we had it's we great. had a rough. All those acid washes we'd have on our jeans. Oh gosh, so constricting. Oh man, yeah, not great. Um, yeah. All right, Big Thanos could be great. This is from Rookie Mini Camp. Uh, here's Dewan Jones meeting the media. What was your reaction to having a, a line mate from Ohio State join you, and what can you tell us about him? Um, it was so dope. You know, I mean, we shared a great bond at Ohio State, and you know, just hearing his name called in the sixth round, it was like, you know, like let's go. You know, it was like an ecstatic moment. You know, having a center, you know, what I mean, from college going over to the next level. You know, what I mean, probably when practice will be calling plays and we'll be on the same page, you know. Just It's just the bond, honestly. I, I appreciate that, and it was just it was, it was a good note. What do you like about his game that you think will translate well here? Uh, you know, just run off the ball, being physical. You know, that's what he loves to do. He's smart. He, he's a master of the game. And, uh, you know, once you're smart, you, re- you really got the yeah, game in your back. Do uh, the big people run in your family? Yes, yes, they do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, like who else is? I wouldn't like, say. Nobody's tall. Nobody's tall, but my family's like a bigger type family. You know, uh, I'm probably the tallest of everybody. Uh, next tallest person, probably like six four. You know, it's not really that tall. Like compared to compared to me, you know, what I mean, they see me every day, uh, every other family event. You know, what I mean, it's nothing to them. Like you have big brothers or your dad big or you know. Nah, nobody's really big. I'm telling you, like if you look at my family, you would just be like, how did he get so big? Hey, do I saw the tweet? What was your reaction to? Uh, the reports about you know the NBA stuff. Um, you know, it, <laughs> it was just a crazy tweet. You know, what I mean, um, I just had to just take it in. You know, what I mean, the question was just different. You know, what I mean, during the com- not the combine but the interviews. But I just feel like it just wasn't the real truth. And you know, what I mean, and I'm not gonna speak on it, but it just it just wasn't right in my opinion to just leak something that wasn't you know what I mean right about the right. Do you feel like you have to prove that? You love the NFL and you love football, and is that something like you feel like you've had to do in college? I definitely feel like I had to do that a lot in college to prove that I love football. You know, what I mean, I I got that question asked in almost every interview. You know, do I love football? And I told almost every team. You know, what I mean, turn the tape, and you can just see it on my film. You know, what I mean, I play with the anger and aggression. You know, you know, just it just comes from the heart. You know, you know, it, it, you just don't want nobody to touch the quarterback, and that, that's just my main goal. When you're going through that process, obviously you want to put the best foot forward. You you want to show teams, you know, what you can bring to them. But I guess just on a from a human standpoint, how frustrating was it for you to get that same question over and over and over again? And how difficult was it for you to really project a a positive response every time? Uh, it, it got annoying, but you know, you know my agent prepared me for it uh, you know I work with a couple of GMs they told me they're going to ask you the same question it don't matter where you go they're going to ask you what's your passion and how much do you love football and, you know I was just waiting for it every time and you know that's when that tweet came out it was just kind of caught me off guard you know I mean I talked about it in almost every meeting that you know I love football you know I basically get a shot off my back for football you know uh, and I just feel like it just didn't get across and you know uh, I feel like it finally got across when I, when I tweeted it. Uh, my first two years and my first start as a tackle was at left tackle during the Michigan State game of uh, 2020. And why did you end up on left tackle? Uh, the 
following year, uh, just presented itself, and you know they had Nick on the left, and you know just Coach Stud just wanted me to write. Yes, sir. Come on, you go back to your first year at Ohio State, and as you're kind of getting acclimated to that, Thayer was talking a little bit about, you know, just kind of you kind of battling some of the frustrations and trying to overcome some of that. Can you talk about those frustrations and how much, how difficult is that, you know, transition, you know, from one level to the next and mentally not letting it you know, kind of overwhelm I would just say, you know, I'm more so in my head, if anything, you know, I'm always trying to be a perfectionist. Uh, it's just something that I craft myself on, you know, just not messing up. And, you know, Thierry would just tell me, you know what I mean, just relax, take your time. You know, even today, first day, uh, Coach Callahan was like, you know what I mean, just first day, you know what I mean, just knowing myself, I want to get it and be ahead and be advanced than everybody else. You know, that, that just comes apart playing the game and just being, you know, my competitive nature, I feel like. I'm going to go here first and then I'm going to go there. How important was it for you, I guess, going back to the tweet like Scott asked you about, to kind of change that perception about you as soon as you could, that, oh, this is just a big guy who wants to be a basketball player or whatever, that, like, you really do, this is part of your dream, I guess? Um, I I thought about it, you know what I mean? I was just sitting there and I was like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to just sit there and not say nothing. And I feel like I didn't go overboard and I just, you know what I mean? I just said it wasn't true. And I feel like I handled it like a man, you know, a couple of other people just told me you handled it really well. You know, it's going to be haters and stuff like that, but you just got to make sure you manage it to the best of your ability. How long was it, how long was it to dominate basketball? It was pretty fun. You know, played against a good good group of guys, you know, John Michael, um, Trace Jackson Davis, you know, Dell Davis' son. Uh, you know, he's Mr. Basketball, so it, it was a battle every time I went against those guys. Uh, I'm not where I want to be, but you know, I mean, I'm on track. You know, I'm just losing weight every uh, every week. You know, I mean, two pounds is just what I need to do every week to be better. Well, you played against David Bell in high school, didn't you? Basketball. Correct. Correct. Do you remember? Um, does he have the upper hand? He does have the upper hand. <laughs> he does. Um, he's beat me. What? I think almost every time I played him, and um, the time he was gonna play him, he didn't get it. He didn't get to make it, and so. I do got him up on the championships. Like, uh, I got mine first. I will say that. How motivated are you by going into football? Uh, you know, I just got to put my head down and work. You know, um, it, it, it was shocking, you know, in my opinion. But you, you got to con control what you can control, honestly. So how have you been able to maintain your athleticism? Typically, guys of your size find that to be challenging. You're either strong or you're, you're quick. You have both of those. Just how are you able to maintain that? Just working on your footwork, you know, uh, ladders, anything, you know. Uh, I still just go do post work just so my feet is moving in these different directions. And um, honestly, that's, that's really it, footwork. Dewan, obviously you took advantage of your opportunity at Ohio State. You kind of view this in a similar way in that this is going to be my livelihood going forward and it's, it's up to me to do what I can do. It kind of feels like my freshman year over again, you know what I mean? Just the next step is just it's all football. There's no school, you know what I mean? You go home, you're going to do football. And I, I love it, and I, I just can't wait, honestly. But what did you study at Ohio State? Uh, human development, family science, and a minor in communications. Do you have a degree, your degree yet? Or your degree? No, I, I didn't get it. I'm close. I'm probably a semester away. All right, good stuff from, uh, from Big Thanos there. Boy, it's an incredible piece of clay. Really is. It could be an unbelievable thing if it all comes together. It Talent is, is not an issue. A mountain of clay, no doubt. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Second hour, still time to get your questions in uh, to us for the mailbag coming up. I see there's about a billion questions. I don't even know how good oh, it's going to be. Oh, man. Macklin's on, a, Macklin's on a heater.
Yeah, and then He's the back, new baby. rival to Meckling is throwing a lot of fastballs too. There's a lot. Oh yeah, out Ethan. There. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So that you got that to look forward to, which is very, very nice. Uh, we'll get you updated on the keep you updated on the PGA as well. Uh, a little content from the 33rd team, which is pretty good as well. That's all coming up. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. When a medical mistake caused you injury, call the medical malpractice attorneys at 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Last week, we did every team's last 4,000-yard passer giveaway. What do you have in store yes. for us today? Well, today, it's every team's last 1,000-yard rusher. Oh. Gosh. Welcome to the offseason, and kids. I, this is – I love the. I this love doing this. Could be this really hard. And I have – I saw the I tweet no was out, with that, and I basically closed my eyes, sent it to Gibbay, and Close said, do this. Oh, man, I'm so excited for this. Uh, by the way, before we get started, yep. my friend Jenko with a few ideas for your son for 80s throwback. Hulk Hogan. Oh, like baby. What about the like match? That. I got a rope. Mr. T. <laughs> I pity the fool. Or throw them in a Bernie Kosar throwback jersey. Oh, yeah, well, that also that's that we could. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think of those. Uh, the he could pull off the he could pull off the Hogan one. Pretty good. I want him in the match. The match would be I unbelievable. I just don't know Let's if go. enough of these kids know. You know, it's possible these these kids might know more from like Ric Flair, even though at that time Mach and Hogan were much bigger than Flair because Flair was on you know WCW. Yep. But I still think because of Flair's, all the social media gifts with Flair. Totally. That he's probably more known. But for our J and generation, Flair wasn't, he wasn't what he, what he was, I think, for the, the one right before us. Does that make sense? Yes. I think, and I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. Like, I was unaware of Flair. Until yeah, because Flair was more obviously well known in the South. Yeah, like I was Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter WrestleMania Seven. I mean, the Hulkster for me was Hulk and Match, and then I was, was a Hulk huge Rick Rude guy, and I was a huge Mister Perfect guy. What if you do Perfect? Was what if you? What if you have him do? Does he have like? Does he have a lady friend? He does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What if you have him do like Rick Rude and airbrush her face on his tights? I don't know how that would be received. Could you imagine? I believe, there today. I, believe like, I know how it's getting received. What if, what if he came in? To come pick what if he, he came in and he had a robe on? He takes it. He what I'd like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape Hudson hippos to sit down and shut up while I show the ladies what a real man looks like. I like Hit it. my music. Oh my God. It'd That's be amazing. That's very good. <laughs> I did a Rick Rude promo. Oh, I did I did Rick Rude for right before the uh, removal of the garter. I came out to some Rick Rude music and I did I like a show it. and I did a promo for all the the Paradise Valley piss ants to sit down and <laughs> shut up while I take my jacket off and show my wife what a real man looks like and then That's I danced amazing. and took the garter. That's awesome. And of well course done. you did. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the 33rd. I think this is the best idea I've ever had. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe I'll have to have another child so I can do it with my child. 
There you go. They're the tights. That's amazing. Like, yeah. Just dropping him off. Oh, my God. It'd be unreal. <laughs> and say, like, ravishing on his butt. It'd be amazing. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, 32 teams to guess. Okay. Every team's okay. last so this 1, is so thousand really hard. yard rusher. Hey, this is off season. This is no, good. This is the good. The thirty third team is is helping us out here. I think this is bullpen. fun. Yeah, they came back with one that was like thirty touchdown passes. Not interested in that. I'd like to do if they if we see a thousand yard receiver, I'd like to do that. Well, one that's well. got to be coming. Yeah. All right, last thousand yard rusher. All right, let's the go. The Arizona Cardinals. <sighs> David Johnson. Got it. Let's go. Gosh, that's good. This, I think, this is going to be. I'm going to lean heavy on you. I had a puncher's chance in the, in the, uh, in the quarterbacks, but boy, this is tough. Uh, All right. Well, this is for my fantasy days. David Johnson was a beast. He was. He was a beast. He was like the number one fantasy back one year. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. So you go. That's our guy, right? Didn't Algier just get that? Yes, there you go. Come on. Yeah, you're two you're for no, two out of the gate, You're gentlemen. no slouch. There we go. Don't sell yourself short. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar. Yeah. Correct. The Buffalo Bills. This one might be a little bit tougher. Hey, you started off well. Three for three. Buffalo Bills. I'm going to – okay. None of the guys they have – like, single. none of those guys have done it. No. I, my guess is LaShawn McCoy. Got it. Let's Got it. go. 2017. Let's go. With Tarod Taylor. Tarod. Let's playoff, go. Playoff All right, I'm feeling good now. That's a heater. That was one I was worried about. When I was looking, I was I was hoping you wouldn't come to me on them. That, I couldn't if I think didn't, of who if, that would be. If it wasn't LaShawn McCoy, I was going to go a Fred Jackson. Wow. He was a stud. Yeah. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yes. 2019. Chicago Bears. It's been 2019 since McCaffrey. Oh, he's hurt all the time. Hurt. Yes, he's yeah. hurt all the time. Fields. Yes, 2022. So far, perfect. Let's go. Bengals. Mixon. 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 There you go. 21. Uh, the Browns. Chubb. There you Chubby. go. So you got the entire first line right. How many lines Good are there? Four, us. right? Yeah. So you we're eight, eight, for eight. for eight. We're eight, eight for eight. eight. How right. about it? Ball's not going to strike itself, boys. That's right. Let's go Dallas Cowboys. I know it if you don't know it. It's. Did Pollard get it this yes. year? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, yes, sir. I, my initial, I thought Zeke, but then I was thinking, yep. I think Pollard, Pollard got it this year. Yep. Okay. This group will give you some trouble, this line. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Mm. Mm. Come on, fantasy guru. So my guess is, and I'm not sure if he fell short and ended up in the 900s, but my first guess is going to be Philip Lindsay. Got it. Did you Let's get it? go. Oh, my God. Let's go. I would not have had that. 2019. I would not have got Undra- that. Undrafted nope. free agent. Yeah. He got hurt, though, 
in like the second quarter of week 16 and cost me a fantasy yeah, Bo, I think I might be 4 out of 10 or 4 out of 12 here yeah. so far. I would not have gotten uh, that one. That one yeah. would have been that would have been a struggle. I remember that season, but I would not have that would not have come to me. The Detroit Lions. Williams last year, Jamal, right? Hey, look at Bishop coming Because he had in. a ton of touchdowns, but it was just literally over 1,000 yards. 17, 17 touchdowns, as a matter of fact. 11 for 11. Let's go. The Green Bay Packers. Uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, Boom. last year, right? Yep. The Houston Texans. Ooh, this one could be tough. <laughs> Pierce did not make it last year. Uh, Houston Texans. Oh boy. Is that like you got to go? Do like we have to go back, to back? Is that like Arian Foster? There's got to be somebody between Arian Foster and. I like I like your Arian Foster call, but I feel like it could also be Ben Tate. Wow, there's Did a he name. Get a thousand? I think so. Boy, he was a. He was a piece of work. He here. was. Yeah, that was I I'm not guy. confident Woo. about this, but I know Foster got it. He's the last one I, that I can think of. Final guess? Foster. 2019 Carlos Hyde. Oh, I Wow. <laughs> a thousand <laughs> yards. I would not <laughs> have had it a thousand, but gosh, Me I didn't neither. think about him. Well, you went 12 in a row. Let's see if we Sad. can start a new one here. Right. The Indianapolis Colts. Taylor. Taylor. Yes. Jacksonville Jaguars. Etienne. Etienne. Last year. Yep. Yes. Well done. The Kansas City Chiefs. I think I know this one, if you don't. Roll with it, because I don't. Kareem Hunt. 2017. Wow. Kareem Hunt. They 2017, their last 1,000-yard rusher. <laughs> There's your – there you go. Anytime there. somebody worries about the run game, just go drop that up upside their head. Yeah, and they've been to, let's see, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So the five years without yeah. a thousand-year rusher, they've been in five straight AFC championship games, three Super Bowls, and won two of them. That's right. So far, 15 of 16. I'm that's confident that's the only good. one we're going to miss. I think we're only going to miss Houston. Okay, uh, I like that confidence. The Las Vegas Raiders. Jacobs. Yep. Yes. Uh, let's see. The Los Angeles Chargers. It's got to be, be Eckler, doesn't it? Yeah. You would be wrong. Come on. 2017 Melvin Gordon. So Eckler's Austin never got Eckler more than 900,000? No. Guess not. Wow. How about them apples? Because 1,000 isn't what 1,000 used to be. That's shocking to me. So Eckler has gone. He had 9.15 last year, 9.11 the year before. 9.15 and 13 touchdowns, 9.11 and 12 touchdowns the year before. Receiving, last year caught 107 passes for 722 yards and five touchdowns. So he's been over 1,500 scrimmage yards three of the last four seasons, and he's got 38 touchdowns the last two seasons, which hmm. are the most in the NFL. All right, two runs. Oh, that all sucks. Right. It's all right. I didn't think we'd uh, – right after the bold nah, me neither. That's the sucks. Los Angeles Rams. This Gurley? is a tough one, too. I think Gurley. There you go. Yeah. 2018. How about the Miami Dolphins? He was also, by the way, he's going to be one of those guys who's forgotten, but there was a brief moment where he was ridiculous. Gurley. Todd Gurley. Yes. 
it's crazy how meteoric it was. Todd Gurley only played in the NFL from 2015 to 2016. Three-time Pro Bowler, two-time first-team All-Pro. Wait, in, uh, you don't have that right. You said 15 to 16. 15 to 20, I'm sorry. Yeah. There you go. 2017, he runs for 1,300 yards, 13 touchdowns, catches 64 for 788. Jeez. So that year he had 2,093 total yards, 19 touchdowns. The next year, 1,831 total yards, 21 touchdowns. Yeah. And then – Kinds of falls off a cliff. Still has 1,064 total yards, 14 touchdowns, but goes down to 3.8 yards per carry in 19. In 20, he goes down to 3.5 yards a carry with Atlanta, and then he is out of the league. Crazy. Jeez, Louise. All right, I have Miami a, Dolphins. I think I have a guess for this, and this is based solely on fantasy football, and I'm pretty sure this guy won me a fantasy title one year. All right. Jay Ajayi. Correct. Let's wow, go. 2016. Let's go. Yes. last 1,000-yard rusher, 2016. And in that year, he ran for 1,272 yards and eight touchdowns. He never ran. He ran for 870 the next year, was traded to Philly, and basically that was like the end of his career. He had more yards. Basically half of his career yardage came in that 2016 season. By 2020, he's not playing anymore. That is wow. just nuts. Jay Ajayi, yeah, that was the one. That's, that a was... Deep, that's a deep cut. That one, yeah. The Minnesota Vikings. Salvin. Yes. Seattle Seahawks. Walker. Yeah. Walker. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. Wrong. Wrong. No, that's not Chris true. Chris Carson. Not according to the, 30, the 33rd team. Hold on. You're telling Hold me Kenneth on. Walker did, No, he Hold had 1,000 yards. Yeah, he had 1,050. I was looking. I got screwed up with the background. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Yeah. I knew he had 1,050. You got that. Okay. Say. No, no, no. That's fine. I started. I'm like, wait a minute. Something doesn't match up. I had to, like, zoom in to see. Okay. You can barely see the team logo behind this one. The okay. New England Patriots. Uh, Ramondre. Ramondre, right? There you go. Yeah. That's – I literally – when yeah. I show you this picture, you couldn't – it looks like the yeah. Seahawk behind You're it. You're good. Guys. All right, all right. Um, the New Orleans Saints. Kamara. Yeah, got to be Alvin Kamara. you both be wrong. Ingram. What? 2017, Mark Ingram. Alvin Kamara has not ran for 1,000 yards? This just seems impossible to me. 728, 883, 797-932-894-897. He's had... More than 1,500 total yards. He's had more than 1,300 total yards every single season. He's had more than 1,500 total yards three times. Yeah, Ingram was kind of their runner. You know what this illustrates? It, it, it illustrates how little we pay attention to the rushing numbers. It's more about total yardage now. Yes. There yes. was a time when we looked for, like, the rushing champ, but it doesn't – it's not anymore. Yeah. How, how about this? I bet – would you have had this? So Ingram rushes for 1,000 yards in 16, 1,000 yards in 17, and 1,000 yards in 19. But in 2019, he was the running back for who? Baltimore? Yes, he, he Baltimore ran for 1,000 yards yeah. for the Ravens in 2019, yeah. made the Pro Bowl. He had 1,018 yards, 10 touchdowns, averaged 5 yards a carry. Huh. He would go on, the, and that was basically the end of his run. Hmm. It's a heck of a run. Yeah. Uh, the New York football Giants. Saquon. There you go. So through 25, yeah. you've missed three. Wrong. Three. three wrong. Three wrong so far. Final line. Yep. The, 
the New York Jets. I don't think Brees Hall made it last year. No, uh, he didn't I'm gonna say, early. I'm gonna say, Chris Ivory. 2015. Let's That's crazy. Go. That's crazy. That's That's ridiculous. Expertise. That's nuts. Chris Ivory, I think, was pretty good. Let me see. He was Chris Ivory was too, a pro right? bowler in 2015. Actually, his only 1,000-yard season, 1,070 and seven touchdowns. But the wow. year, two years before that, 883, 833, 821. Started with New Orleans, then the Jets, then Jacksonville, and then finished in Buffalo 2018. At the end, though, he averaged 3.3 yards a carry, 3.4 yards a carry his last two years. Jeez. Chris Ivory. That's a great pull out of you. The Philadelphia Eagles. You were feeling confident that we were going to ace it, and we had we still had a Jay Ajayi and a Chris Ivory to go. Yeah, that's deep. those are deep cuts, man. Miles Sanders for Philly. Yes. Yes. The Squealers. Najee. Yes. Yeah, Najee. The San Francisco 49ers. They've been so this much committee be, stuff. This might be a tough one. I'm thinking like this might, like this might Gort? be a tough one because how many of these? They did so many timeshares. I don't think anybody got there with the Niners. I think I think Franklin Gore is right, Bo. I think you are right about that. You are right. 2014. Yeah, let's go, Frank Gore. See, don't sell that's yourself funny. short. You're, you're doing quite well on this, Bishop. Yeah, that's yeah. Mostert's best year was 772. They, it's almost like Mostert ran for 891 last year. With the, with the Dolphins. I wouldn't have had that. Okay. Uh, we got Walker with the Seahawks. Uh, Tampa Bay. How did you end up with the Seahawks? You did out of order somehow. It, yeah, I lost track. Tampa <laughs> Bay. Still cobwebs. Fournette get there? One year? No. 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 I'm going to say. Well, that wasn't our official get yet. Yes, yeah. Go ahead, Z. <laughs> I All right. should not so you got Le- You got Leonard Fournette that, so we could cross him off the list. Uh, the muscle hamster, Doug, Doug, was Doug Martin, Doug Martin. Is that his name? 2015 kids. Is that it? That is the muscle. Boy, two time pro bowler there. Yeah. He went, uh, 14 in 2015. I figured Gosh, it was Doug Martin year. 14 Yeah. He had as a rookie in 12, he had 14, 54 and 11 touchdowns. Jeez. And 49 catches for 472. That was the best year of his career. He had 1,926 total yards. Then he'd go 500 total yards, 500 total yards, 1,673 and 7. 500 total yards, 500 total yards, and then 800 total yards with the Raiders in the last year of his career. It's just like Cadillac Williams would have been before him, and he would have done 1,000 yards too because his rookie year, I think he may have set the record for rushing yards by a rookie in 2005. No, not rushing yards. He started maybe the first four games. He had the most. He finished with 11.78. That was the best season of his career, too. It, running back's a hard position. Hard sled, man. man. Tennessee Titans. Henry. Uh, duh. And the Washington Commanders. Ooh. Commies. This one might be tough. Uh... <sighs> My guess is... I'm talking out loud with you, Bo. Yep. So, 
I don't think Antonio Gibson ever got there off the top of my head. I know he was more of a receiver, a total yards guy. But okay. if he did, that would be the one. And if it's not Antonio Gibson, it's Alfred Morris. But maybe Gibson did get there. Gibson was pretty good two years ago, I want to say. Not this year, but maybe 21. Dude, you've pulled some out, out of nowhere, so I'll, I'll roll with you. I'm fine All right, I'll go it. with Give Gibson, but with the caveat that if it's not him, it's Alfred Morris. In 2021, Gibson. Good job out of you. Antonio Gibson. Let's go. 29 out of 32 kids. Not Holy bad. moly. That's teamwork. Makes the dream work. The 1,000-yard receiver one. I wonder if they can do that, though, because there are probably going to be years where there are – like teams will have multiple 1,000-yard receivers yeah, in a sure. single year. Yeah. So, so, so they might have to do, like, double graphics. Yeah. that's what Alfred Morris – Alfred Morris in 2012 in his rookie year. Anyone want to play guess the stats? It was his rookie year and RG3's rookie year. He was drafted in the – he does remember, not go to the Pro Bowl, but he was drafted in the sixth round in that draft. I'm going to say 1,200. Give a? Um, I, I, like 1,000 and change. Okay. 2014, he rushes 265 times for 1,074 yards, eight touchdowns. 2013, he rushes for 1275 and seven touchdowns. And in his rookie year, 2012, Alfred Morris rushes for 1613 <laughs> yards and Jeez. 13 touchdowns, averaging 4.8 yards Thanks, per carry. Kyle and Mike <laughs> McVay on yep. that uh, on that staff I think as well. A, was there a Gruden in there too? No, that was that Wait, was Kyle. That, that was Kyle. that was Mike Shanahan. Mike was the Shanahan head coach. was the head coach. Was the correct? AFC. But yeah. like on that staff, McVay was, was that on Mc, that staff. McVay yeah. was on that McVay staff. I, I feel like there yeah. was a Gruden on that staff. Pretty loaded. If we can get the whole. Well, they had all the uh, and all the the uh, Lafleurs. They were all there, weren't they? All right. Offensive coordinator, head coach Mike Shanahan. Offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan. Other notable offensive assistants: Matt Lafleur, quarterbacks yeah. coach; Mike McDaniel, offensive <laughs> assistant; Sean McVay tight ends other notable coaches Raheem Morris secondary coach Jim Hazlitt was the defensive coordinator that's a staff man that's absolutely a staff all right good well, job out of you uh, we should just go we should go mailbag mailbag next. we got a lot of questions mailbag up next you listen to I gotta tell you something I yep. would I would put what we just did right there yeah it's an all I'd put the, I'd put that up there I'd put that up there it's put way that on up our there. reel yeah, I think so. Too. Jay Ajayi, come on. That was crazy. Chris that Ivory. Was, Chris that, Ivory. Th those two were the just so deep cuts, man. Absolutely. You listen to CBD on 850, ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, welcome back into Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Time for a little mailbag. Hello, Gibby. Howdy, guys. Hey, buddy. Um, a little news coming out of the McAfee show. Okay. Omar Khan from Pukeland mm -hmm. finishing up an extension with Mitchell Trubisky. What? A two-year extension that lowers the QB's cap number for the 2023 season, which was Don't previously they still have 10 Mason million. Rudolph too? They just re-signed Mason Rudolph, yeah. What are they doing with all this? I don't Why know, do they but I three... love it. <laughs> I know, it's just so weird. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so Not really sure. 
doesn't make any sense to me. They'll still okay. win nine games, even with this. Culture, baby. A uh, little mailbag. We got a little extra time for the mailbag. You can. What, what a great. Hovland just hit it into the middle of a lake. Like not a yes. little right, like all the way right. Looks like he was trying to cut the corner. It's interesting. Like I've seen a couple shots today. Like when you you know you're either really far right or really far left when everybody in your party, including the other golfers and their caddies, are all waving. Yeah. Like, and I've seen it four times here in the last two hours. Yeah, I don't know. Windy, maybe? Uh, it is windy. Yes. It's breezy. Yeah. Well, it's breezy, swing easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Or just grip and rip. Um, you can tweet at the show, at Browns underscore daily, using the hashtag AskCBD. But we or won't don't get to your question hashtag. because we've, or got, don't use the we've got a million questions. Well, we can always... Well, Do an encore version tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm you've got it. 70, so. Yeah, exactly. Goobs uh, with a football question for Zagur. Any thoughts, impressions, how the new position coaches on the defensive side of the ball are fitting in? Well, it's really Ben Bloom's moved to the defensive line, and he's always been you know, kind of in the building and seems to be good. We really haven't gotten much exposure to that yet. We will more so in the OTAs. Which start next week. Uh, I know that uh, Coach Banda is doing the safeties already like him and the energy that he brings. And, of course, our guy B. Lynch with the corners. He was working with the corners last year anyway, so now it's just more of an official title capacity. Uh, but I think it's all going well. And I think that we have real top-down direction from Jim Schwartz, which I think is probably, as I said again, the most important part of the whole thing. Chuck Smith with an interesting football question. And then we'll get into the fun and games. I like it. Football questions against a football show. Yes. Yeah, it's all good. Everything wins. Yes. Coach Schwartz's scheme has the defensive line vertically upfield. Yes. Do we know what technique is being taught to prevent the defensive line, especially the interior D-line, from getting neutralized by an offensive lineman trap blocking? That's a big... So that's more of a question for Hop. But look, they're going to do things to take advantage of your aggressiveness, whether that is trying to throw some trap blocks in there, whether that is, and I'm sure they're being taught that. He knows that. This is a style of defense that is very effective, and it's been effective. And they're going to try to, you know, use your upfield momentum to get some screens behind you, maybe some draws. But what you're designed to do is to stop the pass and to get after the quarterback in those important situations. And when you got guys like Dalvin Tomlinson and you got guys, you know, like Siaki Ika, what you need in that when they go and hit that wham block or that trap block, that's where you need linebackers to be able to shoot up and read that and shoot into that gap that's created. Because that's taking a lineman not going forward, he's coming back. They're basically leaving somebody unblocked, a defensive tackle unblocked, and a guard, instead of going forward to block, is just going to come over and block him. The center is going to try to get to the next level, so the linebackers have to be aware of that, and, and somebody else needs to win their one-on-one, and that's typically what it takes to stop something in you know in the run game. Joe tweets at the show, does Luke Wepler have the potential to play guard if necessary? He will by the time camp starts, or the season yeah, he, starts. He, yeah. yeah, he can do that. I mean, he's a He'll be cross-trained. Like, yeah, you're darn right. He's a center. He's got a ton of talent. And, yeah. yeah. Some really good questions there, gentlemen. Uh, love a dog today with a couple good ones. Yeah. Do you like the NBA draft lottery, or would you be interested in a round-robin tourney of lottery teams for the top pick? 
the winner and runner-up would get number one and number two. Then the order would go from worst record on. I, I like the this. idea of that from f- the state. The idea being that I don't think I don't need to see any more bad teams play. But if you want to say like the last four games of the season or something like that, like I think that that would be there'd be fun to that. Like because then you then you could what he's trying to do is prevent the tank is what he's trying to do. So you'd have yes. to go and try to win. You'd have to play for something. You want to be um, one of the bottom four that play yeah. in like this. I yeah, like the, this. The play in that. Yeah. They're not playing three extra games. No, they'd have to build it into the. No, end no, of the no. Schedule. It would have to be they'd part have to of the, take the bottom four teams. The schedule and they just end really their schedule. Malleable. No, no. Everybody. It would be like it. It would be like week eighteen of the National Football League. Like, yeah, but you can't. Do everybody's it the whole TV. Yeah, but they have the schedules picked out. We play the Bengals, for example, in Week 18. Who's going to play the Bengals yeah. if we were in that? Or who's going to play Every, us if the Bengals are in it? Everybody starts figuring out the schedules. You couldn't have anybody no, do – You couldn't have anybody I do like that. Be. Like, you couldn't have all of them in the mix because you can't have, like, all of a sudden the Mavericks with Luka trying. It's hard to tank. It's not in that sport. I'm In what? In basketball or in football? Basketball. In football, I think it is kind of hard to tank. Look what the Texans did. The Texans – Look at all that they gave the up. Physicality just... makes it hard. The Nasty. rest of them, you can do it in. You can do it in baseball. You can do it in basketball. Yes. Hockey's tough too because of the physicality because you take a yes. beating. So that's really hard. The Blue Jackets dealt with that where they won a, just a meaningless game in game 82, 81 against Pittsburgh. Um, but in basketball, you can you can absolutely do it. I'd love the draft lottery. Yeah. I think the NFL should do it. I've been on record. In honor of Sauce Gardner's uh, interesting SI cover, what is your most iconic, memorable SI cover? This is from Love a Dog today. Two solid SI questions. cover? Yes, I, I, I have it autographed by him as well, since I'm a L big fan. We should grant it in the Grant Hill dunk. That's a good call by you, Bo. The one that I uh, had up. You L- go one direction, and I L- actually go to the sports round. Mid- I had the Arizona <laughs> Desert Swarm cover. I love that one. Yeah. To me, when I think of iconic, it's funny in sports, and I know it wasn't an SI cover, but it's on Bo's Twitter. At least I've, people have told me that. Uh, the Bo Jackson, where Bo knows where he's holding yeah. the shoulder pads with the bat, is unreal. And yeah, then that's so good. J- Jordan. By the way, I might have that L. McPherson autographed we did a signing with her back come on when i was with espn i don't even know how we i brought could, her i haven't even I think looked, we brought I her to shooters oh my god i haven't i have brought her to shooters i haven't even looked i don't even know what she's looked like in 20 years and until you talked about cover that's the first thing that came to my head was that one i'm pretty sure i might there were some iconic ones there was like some of the jordan and magic like retirement ones when those guys one that was really cool um was in homage of Bo Schimbeckler when he passed was just that tight image of Bo on the cover I remember that one from 07 that was cool um but yeah I'll go swimsuit issue a boy Kathy Ireland did she ever get a cover she had a lot of covers yeah. Elle McPherson Kathy yeah. Ireland that was there were a lot Paulina Rachel Hunter. Rachel Hunter had a lot of covers in that time yeah. yep that's a dream team uh, this is from Jonathan for you, Bo. The Chops, Hulk Hogan, Paul Hogan fiasco, real or bit? Real. <laughs> Do you guys know this? No, but so I'm intrigued. He, so the one of the guys that I do my morning work with, one of the producer kids, emphatically arguing with me that Hulk Hogan and Paul Hogan were brothers. Oh, no. What? 
Like could like oh, was defiant. Are you kidding me? No. Was defiant that they were. That's about as bad as that's like worse. That's worse than Marilyn anything Manson that thing. I have said. No, that's it's on a, par with. That is like, worse than anything I've said. Paul's the the Paul from the Wonder Years Marilyn Manson same guy thing was up there. It <laughs> it was a stunning level like was unaware that one was actually australian and the other was born in tampa unaware that his name was terry bolea real name it wasn't hogan or hulk yes bolea yeah there's a lot going on there but that is fact (laughs) it was a defiant argument not a bit i got another cover for you the catch the super catch with dwight clark is a great one yeah and then tiger 2.0 is a good one i'm looking at some famous covers uh, while you do that, Bobby time. Let's go. Bobby. Oh, fa- favorite. Hey, Bobby. Favorite animal at the zoo. Tiger. Yeah, lion or tiger for sure. Actually, I'll go. Uh, go. How about a uh, a black panther? Give me you a rarely good see rhino. those guys. You, you know do. what's the the best if they're if they're engaged? Like the chimps are great. I Absolutely. Some, I, I've been I was scarred by some. It of can the, go uh, bad. I had an orangutan yeah. situation that just went. Yeah, but if they're awful. if they're in a mood like the, watch them go about their societal issues is pretty fun. Yes. What is something trendy now that people will be embarrassed about in five years? Social media. Yeah, as I was gonna say, hopefully <laughs> TikTok dances and taking pictures of half of your face. Uh, There's gonna come a time where someone's gonna go, wait a second, you guys used to stare at little tiny screens. And do videos and stuff. This That's because, though, in the future, in it's going to be, like, in our glasses or, like, in our brains. Yeah. We won't even, we'll just be able to, like, think things, and it'll happen. Yeah. Uh, Still got to hit a golf ball, though. If you could play one song every time you walked into a room, what would it be? Is it, like, your walk-up song? <laughs> is, there a walk, is this your walk-up song? Maybe. It seems like it. I would either go with... No, I think I would definitely go with uh, Hate Me Now by Nas. That was what The Miz came out to at WrestleMania 27. It was awesome. Just a great song. It's so funny. Like you, um, I have no ties to this band specifically or to the song. Makes no sense for me. But I do like the idea of No Sleep Till Brooklyn. It's a great song. Great. Beastie Boys. The Beastie yeah. Boys are great. Absolutely. Uh, communication. Right. Uh... I think I'd come out to something that would just make no sense. Like, I'm sexy and I know it. Uh, the right thong song. Fred. The thong song by yep. Cisco. Thong yep. song. Give me, yep. give me chose the thong song as his walk-in music and doesn't like ribs. That happened in the same day, kids. I mean, what are we doing? Just to let people hell? go, wait, what? What's going on? And then me just go, eh, how y'all doing today? Unbelievable, Gibby. Uh, what song reminds you of high school? if I have an answer for this. Oh. Uh, What's it's, My Name by Snoop. Yeah. His first, uh, the first Snoop song that dropped, 94. Uh, was it, I the first like three, I mean the Dre Day one is the the one that Yeah, that's 93. To me. That's, yep. uh, and then. Ain't nothing but a G thing. Ain't nothing but a G thing. And then the, um, I, I would also say like any of the Pearl Jam, like black or jeremy or all of that stuff that yeah, all i was gonna say smells like teen spirit too was that i like that? pearl that wasn't that time i like pearl jam yeah. more than nirvana but yeah, yeah those though that was like our 
our basketball team would come out to a clean version of Wicked by Ice Cube, and then we had uh, Hand of the Dead Body by the, I think, by Scarface, which was an incredible song. Yeah. That reminds me of high school. I have uh, another song that really reminds me of high school, but not si- not suitable. Not safe. For, even, the, even the title, not suitable for air. What job would you be terrible at? Final one. Anything in a cubicle. Uh, I think I would be very – I don't think I would be great at a – like if I had to play, be a musician, I think I would be rotten. I would be terrible. Here's one uh, for you, Z. In season four of Success from Richie – I love this. The great I Richie. Love this question. If yeah. you were the CEO of Boystar, would you have picked to be the heir apparent if the players were the people you know? Like people I know in real life? I think let's do it if we were or running. If, saying if, if, if you have to pick one of the people on the show to be the CEO of Waystar Royco, who's the who's the successor? <laughs> he did the right thing. He sold it to Lucas Matson. Because yeah. they're all morons. Nobody. I mean, I think Jerry would have been a fine CEO. If I was like interested in running the business, really, and having the business continue, I think Jerry would have been a fine CEO. As long, yeah, but I don't. I don't know. If she, is she a hammer? She's the most capable for sure. Yeah. The rest of them are just morons. Morons. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Good job out of all of you. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here's a quick one for you, Z. What? Uh, I got a quick one for you. Where where was it? Okay. Where was it? Uh, oh, by Red at Work dropping the Tyra Banks. Yep, that was a very good cover. Yeah. That's a good job at him. Yeah. But also, perfect sunny day for golf, no wind. What's the exact temperature you want to play in? 72. Yeah, I would say 70. 70. Yeah, 70. 68. 68 to 72. Sure. All that wins. Santa Barbara, which is what that's the temperature there every day. Just like that. All, All right, the next you. level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN. What a treat. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.